Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Are you ready for a little hot goss? And how about a little Delta work? Ooh, that's right. Delta's joining me on the podcast this week to get into all the things that are very hot goss. We are celebrating anniversaries, talking about moving homes, and the doors that Roxy Andrews has opened in terms of wig reveals. Plus, Delta gives us some advice on do's and don'ts at summer social functions. And of course, we read your letters and try to give some helpful advice. Honey, it's Friday, and it means we're hot gossing. So let's go. Woo! Oh. M. Mom! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe stew. I can maybe I can go to a pool party. Chunky Dunk and the beef stew. <laughs> Uh, I hate to keep you from any pool parties, Miss Delta Work, but you're co-host in Hot Goss this week with me, and I please this punch. I love it. I I love this. (laughs) I'm excited about this because, um, well, I mean, I can just sit here naked, right? I mean, uh, other than the full drag that you're in. Right, right. Clearly. You know, uh, uh, so we were talking earlier about a softness. Mm -hmm. We have a softness about us. She's got a way about her. Yeah. Uh, she's got a way. Way. Softness. Yeah, I like all my all my um things room temperature, counter softened butter. Mm, okay. Mm. Do you ever ask for drawn butter at a restaurant? No, what's drawn no. butter? When it comes already melted. Oh. So for like dipping seafood or I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't know what think- else you would use drawn butter for. Yeah, I'm not a thank you. I'm not a seafood girl, so I've never actually used dipped mm-hmm. butter or clarified butter or any drawn butter. I like I like dung butter. <laughs> you know what's weird is when people say, um, like you said, I'm girl. Like I've always said that too. Like, oh, I'm not that. I don't do that. I'm not. Uh, I don't know a lipstick girl or whatever word. Mm-hmm. But when people say girlies, where's my Stanley girlies? You know about Stanleys? <laughs> like those, mu- those. They're like mugs that people are using right now by the Stanley brand, and they're thirty okay. ounces, I think. And so it's like a movement where people are like, oh, I got my Stanley with me. Where's my Stanley girlies? <laughs> Ew. It sounds very momfluencer. Yeah, it's all of that. It's the uh, leggings thick. to lunch. It's the uh, pickleball or whatever. <laughs> um, we would there like, they are. Oh, God. I have seen these. I know what they are. And I get it. You got to get your water in. You know what I mean? Did I, t- I, I have to show you. We'll have to do a, a, a picture of, I have a one. They're $50? Yeah, because they're like super insulated, and but you, they have that at five below. Knock it off. You Girl, can go get one. 
if this was dropped on the seat in front of me on an airplane and it rolled back to me, I would immediately try to put my toes through the handle because yeah. it just looks like uh, something I would want to do. Um, yeah. And that's what I can say about this mug. That's all I can say. Um, but your mug is fucking painted and dusted and ready for the party, bitch. So yeah. let's just start it. Welcome it. back to another steaming, piping, scalding serving of hot gods. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip, and then we take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some In the BMs. <laughs> yeah, the bowel movements. <laughs> That's hot we, goss. We would like to welcome our special guest co-host, the one, the only, Delta Word. Thank you for having me. Without nothing further to do. Oh, no. <laughs> How are you, Miss Delta Word? I'm good. I'm good. I um, This is my the first thing I'm doing today, aside from having um, an everything bagel with uh, softened butter on it. That's what I had today. Not drawn butter? Not drawn butter. No, no. Although I do like butter a lot. I'm an everything bagel girl, too. Yeah. I love Crystal. Yeah. But I I might be one of the people that you would probably hate stomp to death because I'm like, can you scoop out the bagel? Oh, because you make like a sandwich out of it or you just like the outside? I just like the outside. I don't really eat the yeah. inside. You know what? As long as I've been like complaining about like I want everybody to like like what I like, that's not what it is. I want everyone to like know what they like and I want to jump behind what they like too. You know what I mean? And be like, don't bring Willem the way she fucking said. Mm-hmm. Bring Alaska I, the way she said. I do like to scoop it out though, and maybe like put a little like tuna salad or chicken salad in it. I and make, love and do that. make it a sandwich because that just gave me the idea. Because that'd be delicious. That sounds good. That's like a boat. I mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Yeah, a vehicle for it. Mm-hmm. Now we have some assorted hoopla to talk about. Did you know that the Very Delta Show is one years old? One years old, and it doesn't seem like it. And I keep trying to like, you know, whenever I post something online, I'm like, okay, someone's going to like somehow detract from this and be like, well, actually, it started on the very that thread. So if you really think about it, you know, people do all that. But I'm like, listen, we did it 52 times. So there. (laughs) Yeah, I just found out that uh, Race Chaser is five years old. And I was like, what? I was like, we've been doing nuts. It's crazy. I'm like, what have I been doing? This? I don't know. Uh, Setting the standard. (laughs) Vetting. (laughs) Vetting the mandard. Vetting Uh, (laughs) for sure. I was very excited to be in the studio audience for uh, when you were taping your one-year anniversary for Very Delta. And you you had my sister, Dita Ritz, as a a guest. Yeah, it made so much sense. I mean, Dita has been... um, just really the coolest person since I first met her. She's always been the same person. Um, and it's interesting when you like meet somebody and like they're consistently the same and you realize, oh, they're they're kind of fucked up too. Like they kind of have a fucked up view of things, but then the right view of things. And the fucked up view comes from the fact that nobody else is seeing the right view. And so I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird walk. I don't, it's too long to take. I love Dita. So, so much. I know that you became very connected to Dita, obviously, because I always say when people are on a season with someone on Drag Race, like only that group of people have the eyes of what happened right then and there. So Uh, even though you could say like, oh, I know I was on Drag Race too. Yeah, but you weren't on that season. So Mm -hmm. the things that you all saw, you know. And the girls before 
season five and after Drag Race is different than season one, two, three, four. Because season one, two, three, four, we had different experiences. Yeah. Sure, it was like Vietnam, but it was also like Club Med at some points. Mm-hmm. Because we were all fucking and stealing and having fun at the hotel. Sure. Pool parties. So it is like I always share it with a girl like we're veterans of a war and that was like our platoon you know yeah your, for sure. your platoon was season three and ours was season four and um that's just our shared experience and we're for lucky sure. to have it uh so i have a question do you get to choose the objects to art on one's tablescape Yes. So they're like, okay, so you know I'm like a Ross person. Uh, not, uh-huh. I'm not so much a TJ Maxx or any of that, just because I feel like Ross is like just the one step above Dee Dee's discounts. So that's <laughs> my price range. Um, and a lot of times I'll just go after having lunch at a restaurant and I'll walk around and I'm like, I need that. Recently I discovered a set of enamel and chrome cherries. Mm. And I'm like, these have to be featured uh, I don't know why I like them. Or I found this big, like, this big Rubenesque lady with, like, thighs and boobs. And I was Wait, like, Wait, Madame McQueer was there? She was there. She dances on the table. Um, <laughs> and we just cast her in gold. I spray paint her in gold. Um, it's hard to get her to stay still. But yeah. I, yeah. And Mark, who is uh, uh, the producer, you know, he has, like, some days it's minimal. Some days he's like, I, I, should we just have a flower? And then other days I'm like, Mark, we got to have everything. Like at Christmas and Halloween, Halloween's right around the corner. And I'm already like, I want to wear this costume and Halloween costume. And I want to wear this Halloween costume. And we cannot have the pumpkins because those are for the fall. We now have to have a candelabra. And we have to have, and Mark's Ooh. like, dude, okay, like settle down. Do you, are you the type of girl that does a Thanksgiving tree or a Halloween tree? Like a spooky ooky tree you know, or a Christmas tree? I don't, and I've never uh, been that person only because of limited space. But now I um, I think by the time this comes out, I'll be moving into a new space and um, I'll have room for that. So I'm like discovering a new part of me, which is like all these little videos you save that you're going to cook and you're going to do and you're going to make and you're going to create. Okay, bitch, put it into action now. Like we want to see it. See, if Haunted, Man- if Haunted Mansion was smart when it comes out this Halloween... They would do deals with all the girls that do yeah. the holidays, like you, like Chanel. Chanel has storage centers full of Christmas. Yeah, she has a full business based on that now. Santa's helper. It's like she decorates for people. No, it's really? insane. Yeah, That's she really so does. Smart. She's amazing. And she's always, you know, she's always been that way. Even when we were kids in drag, uh, she's always had that interest. I can rem- like I feel like those roots go back to her and Jules working at Glamour Shots. <laughs> they worked at fucking Glamour Shots in Orange County. And I remember when they uh, got, uh, what, is, what do I want to say? Were relieved of their duties slash fired slash left. <laughs> they made off with all the costumes. <laughs> so Jules still has like rhinestone studded bustiers from the 80s in and, her storage unit. And, and uh, decorative dickies. Yes. Just lay this over the front. Don't turn around. Yeah. Yeah. That was, the, that was the roots of all of that is like that over the top. Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, are you doing anything uh, in the way of summer concerts or outdoor festivals or music this year? I do not particularly like doing anything like that, only because I have to have all the information. I need to know exactly where I'm parking. I need to know exactly what the seating is like. I mean, I feel like concerts, for the most part, people want to get up and have a good time. That's the point. I don't want to get up and have a good time. I want to stay seated. 
I want to keep my hands inside the ride. I want to watch. I want to tap my toe and nod, nod along like a 48-year-old Nirvana fan. Like, that's <laughs> me. I love but that. I was that way. I was that way at 18, I think. It's not good. I'm not bragging. I'm not flossing. <laughs> I'm a, you know, sedentary, lazy person. I, I like to have a seated option, too. It's yeah. nice to know I have a seat. I don't want just floor. Because, like, right. just floor? Uh-uh. I got back problems, baby. Um, I <laughs> I am going to see the Beyonce tour. Okay. Super excited about that. I saw Janet. I'm trying to see as much music as I can this year. I'm, I am particular like you about like seating and knowing is it going to be a, like if I go and drag, is it going to be crazy? Sure. These things like what kind of ice do they have? Is it pebble mm-hmm. ice? Is it cubed? What's your favorite? Mm, I like the pebble one. Meatball has a special too. ice maker on her counter where it makes like the kind of like sonic uh, ice. She's rich. I like it. So rich. Girl, the sloppy ain't so sloppy no more. Um, but Beyonce has all of these different outfits she's been wearing on her tours. And I'm wondering what outfit I get for my tour stop. I'm so excited because she has this camouflage one. She got the one with the death becomes her mirror hole. She has so many fucking looks for this. She's giving us exactly what we need. Which one would you want if you had to pick? I My favorite one probably is the outfit that looks like a lava lamp, kind of. I think it's by Lueve. It's uh-huh. like techno, like green, orchid, and yellow, and it's beautiful. She don't wear a bra with it either. And then, oh, and they just she just, is there, uh-huh. the body speaks through it. Yeah, the body. I like the, it. She sings the body electric, uh-huh. and the electric bill is expensive. Yeah, I bet. I like to uh, see all that. But there is some. Are you on to Twitter? Are you a Twitter girl? You're not, right? No, I haven't had Twitter or Facebook for probably like eight years. And didn't you used to have it? And the had two e's. Yeah, because somebody else already had the other. Why uh, would someone you. have that? Just to fuck with you. That's weird. Literally, yeah. People are strange. They're strange. Yeah. Uh, now there's a new thing called Threads. I I heard about threads and the way I heard about it was I was like, sometimes I'll click on my Instagram stories and I'll just let them roll and I'll like look over and go, oh, what's that? Or like the Mm -hmm. green circle will pop up. And if the green circle pops up, I'm like, if you're not naked, don't post a green circle. Like stop (laughs) with the green circle. You don't need to be like, I only want to share my lunch with just my close friends. I don't give a fuck. You can share that with everybody. Share that with Jimbo. We don't give a fuck about your boy, bitch. At all. But anyway, it scrolled by and then I saw Chirac posted like, am I allowed to post my porn on threads? And I was like, what is threads? Because I thought threads was like a clothing line for like big and tall at Target. I didn't know what it was. Oh, I'm dead. But it's not. It's like a, it's, it's, people say it kind of looks like Twitter, right? It looks like that. No? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's like, kind way. of like, it feels like a Twitter, but like a basic one without any of the frills or like the interface or the colors. Like if you took okay. away all the optional things and just made it like HTML. But it's different from Twitter, I guess, because it's tied to your Instagram account. So you can create an account by logging in with your Instagram credentials, which is nice because like, I do not want to have to go through what I went through with Friendster and MySpace and putting in all this information and my first Mm -hmm. grade teacher and what pet did you sleep with first and at what school? Bullshit. So it's different from Twitter because there's no paid tiers or ads on this app. Okay. Uh, and if you're verified on Instagram, it's carried over. And if you paid for Meta Verified, I don't even know what that means. What's a 
Ms. Meta owns Facebook, right? And Instagram. Right. So I think the paid is like an option that came up months ago, maybe the beginning of the year, where people would pay for a blue check mark. It didn't oh, you didn't have okay. to have Got any it, yeah. kind of whatever. I don't know that what I had to get it, but I it just happened one day, you know. Yeah, same. Mine was because I was reporting people that were impersonating me, and then after that it automatically became verified somehow. Okay. But I I think that this is uh if you can if you can put porn there, I'll go there. Somebody told me about it yesterday. I think it was um Tari, Raja's drag daughter, and she asked mm -hmm. me about threads. And I was like, I haven't had anything done in my face. What are you talking about? Right, like, right. This, no, it's for like Instagram, Twitter. And I was like, I have no idea. Oh, it was Nick's. It was Raya's daughter. And then she mm -hmm. showed it to me. And I was like, another thing I have to join? Great. Let me go do it. So no one takes my name. Right. So I did it. But like, I have no idea what it is. And I don't know what I'm doing. But 10 million people have signed up for it within 24 hours. Yeah. And then and it's already past 30 million now. They said something like if you if you decide you want to get rid of it, you have to then get rid of your Instagram as well because they're now connected. But my thing is like, why get rid of like all you have to do is just get rid of the icon. Who cares? Like if you don't want to look at it anymore, don't look at it anymore. Yeah, that's what I don't I, care. That's what I feel about Twitter beefs and those kind of things when people are yeah. like, Oh, I was online bullied into like coming out of the closet. It's like you can you have the option to not look at the internet. You don't yeah. have to subject yourself to the online bullying. Like the internet's right. not a real place. You can choose what you put into your cabasa. Is that how you say it? Yeah, your cabeza. Thank you. But catch <laughs> this. Like, it's funny you say that. Like the other day I posted a picture. Like I, you know, every week that I've done uh, Very Delta, like I've, I, I have this thing where I'm like, I have enough wigs. I don't need to repeat my wigs. Like at least for now. So I'm like, all right, I've done 52 shows. I have worn 52 wigs and I have, and none of them have repeated. And I've got plenty more. So the other day I was like, ooh, what's this? This like shaggy thing that I cut. Like, oh, I saw. And I was like, I'm going to throw this on. I love it. I'm going to wear it with these big glasses. And this guy like commented and he was like, mm, no, that's going to be a no on the wig. And I was like, no, it's going to be a yes on the wig. Like I put on the wigs that I like. And I tell you what, I just looked at your profile. How about you show me your Emmy for hairstyling and I'll show you mine <laughs> and then we'll be cool. And then, cause I realized he was a hairdresser who was like, follow my professional account. And he's from Long Beach. And a lot of times it's people who live very close to me, who I encounter, like we have very similar friends that come to me sideways. And I'm like, it's too warm for you to talk to me any kind of way outside. Like, just don't do that. It's really weird. Like, why don't you just go by and be like, oh, I don't like her. Gross. Like, that's cool. But you stopped for that and you had to follow back. So, bitch, you're up here on my nuts all day long looking to how to, like, conduct your life. And I've not done my job. Because if you came to me sideways, I didn't impress upon you enough that you have to be mannered. Some people. And I feel I, bad. I, 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 failed I failed some people. You have not failed. You, have, you are exemplary in every category that you've ever competed in. And I also feel that people come at you and people come at me differently than they come at, like, say, Raja or Alaska. Because right. there, a lot of times people, they want to play with us and they want to get us riled up and get our goats so we can go on in them, right. go off on them or something. And I, I get that a lot when people are like, oh, I was just kidding. I wanted you to read me. It's like, uh -huh. that's not what I do for fun, though. That's not right. why I'm here. Like, that's what I do for work. I don't want to have right. to have my guard up all the time just when I look at a thread or a fucking tweet. You go right. tweet toots, bitch. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck. 
anyway, before before we really get this episode going, we need to um, highlight some wonderful music from our sister. Um, she is Miss Man Pig 2023, Alexis Michelle. She released a song called, wait for it, Man Pig. <laughs> it's called Man Pig? It's called Man Pig. It's called Man Not And this pretty little porker of a ditty is available <laughs> everywhere at um, Apple, um, at Spotify. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> when is she going to cover All Cried Out? Uh, I no? don't know. That would be funny, though. All Cried Out. Um, I pray for a man pig like you. Uh, <laughs> everybody take a listen to this song. It's beautiful. It's It's artistry. Every seven seconds, I think about men. Every seven seconds, I am what I am. So many wasted hours, wondering if I was wrong. But that bitch is dead now. Ding dong. Check your judgment at the gate. There's no shame in this pen. Bust through the stigma. Just tell me where and when. Having a good time, cause I'm a man pig. Wrong, I can't be right, cause I'm a man pig Having a good time, cause I'm a man pig If it's wrong, I can't be right, cause I'm a man pig This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
We are back. And girl, if you need a mover, may I recommend Rock and Roll Movers? Because I heard about them. They've moved me like five or six times. They're the chillest people. They take care of your shit. They're like young guys in bands literally looking to make extra money. I love it. I'm into it. They're an L.A. thing. They're really, really great. Okay. Uh, This has got to be very exciting for you to move into a new home. All the possibilities of where to put things and where to find old things, new homes. And I'm just wondering, where did you find it? Was it Zillow? Was it Craigslist? Was it West Side Rentals? L.A. is a hard market. Yeah. I, I ended up just going outside of Zillow. Be, you know, I've I just always assumed that you just went through Zillow, like that was the major thing, and then I realized like that is not the thing. Once upon a time, it was, but I went to an outside agency that's like in my area, and realized like oh they have listings and they had like we have three rentals, three oh, three for sale, we have three studios, like it was just a limited amount of stuff, and I applied for one and went and saw it, and I was like oh this is going to be the one, it's going to be major, and then. I, like, didn't hear back for a minute, which was no thing because it wasn't an expectation of time. And then I would drive by after, like, a couple of shows. You know, I do my Friday, Saturday at, at in Long Beach. So I take the same route home because I listen to podcasts. I know this is crazy old lady, but I listen to the true crime. So I just take the street home. And I would pass by the house. And one day I passed by and I was like, I see furniture in the garage because the garage had this door that sort of illuminates Uh so you can see shapes behind it and I was like someone's in there so I messaged the guy and he was like we were getting back to everybody the house has they've picked another tenant but I have another one coming up in a couple months Um, I'll keep your I'll keep your application on file and they were so on the up and up about it like uh, it was an amazing uh, company called Legends Property Management um, in between like LA County Orange County is where they're based and they actually Um, kept it on file? They kept it on file, and the guy messaged me back. He's like, hey, you're still at the top of my list. I just want to reach out to you. I don't want to be fucked up. And, like, he's sure enough. And then when I found out about it, it was weird because I was like, hey, I know you said around the first, just bumping this up. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, we're not going to work on anything until after the holiday, but we'll let you know. And I was like, that sounds cool. And then after the holiday, I was like, he's like, hey, does there a date you wanted to move in? Or And I'm like, <sighs> wait, I thought you weren't working on the lease and, like, picking. He's like. No, you were already decided. Like, I thought you got that. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> so, it was, you know, yeah, totally. But, um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's exciting. And it's just, I've lived in this, I've always been, since a teenager, in an apartment setting. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, as a kid, we lived in San Diego for a long time. So we've lived in houses. But as an adult, I've only known one door in and out of my home and that's the front door because it's been an apartment and so now I'm curious how I'm going to react to like French doors in a primary bedroom and then a door that goes to the garage and then a door that goes to the kitchen and then like am I going to forget to lock a door it's a lot to learn for me you know my partner Davey of course has lived in a million spaces you know so he's like what what are you talking about like it's not that deep but I'm, I'm very excited I hope that there will be um a domicile warming Oh, where, absolutely. Because there will be towels sent to the address. <laughs> I love and, it. And uh, gifts and um, accolades. Uh, well, there's gifts coming up. Like, I'm about to post because um, of the anniversary that you talked about. Like, you, I, I, One year I, is big. I love... I love having an opportunity to brag about something when you're really proud of something. And 
you, like the mom and you and Alaska and Dipper and everybody really came through. So I'm like ready to brag and be like, sorry if you guys think I'm shoving it in your face, but I fucking am. My friends love me and it feels good. Honestly, so I, don't, I don't know anybody. When I do these meet and greets, people come up to me and say, thank you so much for mom podcast and very Delta, very Delta. People talk, people talk about very Delta and very that in a way that I feel about it too because as a fan that. of both of you coming up in the scene and then like being I'm I'm not intimidated by many things but I was intimidated by the dream girls dressing room when detox would be like come on come back I'd be like I don't I don't know That's those are crazy. your friends like because those girls were the icons and you still are honestly like it's That's wild. it's it's nice seeing like people it's they say never meet your your idols or whatever but you and Raja like have been exactly what you think that you'll be and more and better. Oh, and you're always, you've always been the same bitch. Always been the same bitch. And you've always, I said it before, I'll say it again. I'm not kissing ass. You've always shared opportunities. That's just who you are. You've always shared your opportunities. Just it's, more fun who you with, are. it's more fun with your friends. Yeah, for sure. Because then if you fuck up, your friends will cover for you and be like, no, she didn't. She's fine. <laughs> fucking lootly. I think that was the camera's fault, actually. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of friends, uh, we have a friend of Judy who has a new documentary out, Rock Hudson. Oh. All yeah. That Heaven Allows, honey. He yeah. was... She gave me Butch Bottom vibes. You see it? You see, I it? see it? I smell it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> What's she that was, I smell? You, she smells what the rock's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> beef soup. <laughs> beef soup. Speaking of Big Dipper's pool party, um, I think, do you think it's a dinty more beef soup? I think, yeah, I think it's it's mostly, it's a mostly. Hormel? There's the only other ingredient is potatoes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love I'm it. I think it's a little brown here and there. <laughs> there might be one portion of a French cut string bean. Right. Or maybe a crispy French's onion crackle on top or something. I don't know. And, and, and I feel like when I, when I would be participating in something like that, it would be that piece of like unwanted gristly fat that people are like, what's that floating around for? I'm like, please, I'm part of you. <laughs> dinty more. Dinty less, baby. Um, dinty, dinty more. Dinty more. <laughs> dinty, dinty more. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. I really want to watch this Rock Hudson documentary, though, because yeah. like, it does kind of illuminate what the gays had to go through back then. Like, even one of the most famous rich men in the world and most known men was hiding this secret that would have wrecked his whole career. I don't know how right. much he was hiding it, though. He was living with another Mo in a right. fucking... Does that what Urban Mo's stand for? Does that yeah. stand for... I yeah. never got that till now. Yeah. <gasps> well... You know, I work. I did this gig with some of the girls in, in Palm Springs, and we were at the spa casino. It was like last year, maybe beginning of the year. Anyway, it was a brunch. It was a thing. It was a private event. But this woman that worked there who was in charge of this stuff was like, she was mentioning a male celebrity that we all know. Um, Carson Crest? Uh, maybe. But anyway, it was like, it was like a Rock Hudson time. Oh, okay. Um, and she said, my my parents were lived here and they were like movers and shakers. And he would come all the time to the house to hang out and play the piano and they would have a good time. I wish I could remember the name, but he used to bring his partner with him. And they would always, he would say, oh, this is my plumber. And they would go, oh, that's his plumber. They would just say that over and over. And she was like, I never knew what that meant until I was older. And I, I realized that, you know, oh, that was actually his partner. They were just making up 
a word. And I was like, well, were they really making up a word or was the plumber laying pipe? Like, is that the story? I don't know. But how sad, like this, this hiding, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess in many ways there's probably people that still do that. I mean, in the 80s, I had a lesbian aunt and a lesbian uncle. And my mom introduced, you know, would say your aunt's roommate. And we'd be like, I see how Aunt Nancy looks at the TV when Gloria Estefan comes on. I know that that ain't her roommate. (laughs) Right. Right. For sure. Kids ain't dumb. We can we can smell it and we can see it, too. Yeah, um, they you know kids only they they only know something's wrong when you tell them something's wrong. They, they if you just tell them like everything's normal. My mom, when I was a kid, had uh, um there was a nurse that worked with her who was uh, um a trans man, mm-hmm. and I did not know that, and I wasn't told that, and like I I went. And hung out weekends with his kids. We went swimming and it was great. It was wonderful. And then people were, I heard something in a conversation because I would go to my mom's work sometimes and I could listen. I was like fucking nosy. Mm -hmm. And that came (laughs) up and I said, what do they mean, mom? And my mom like explained. Of course, it's different in the 80s because who knew what the protocol was. But my mom said, you know, this is who Brad is. And this is what happens. And these are the things that happen in people's life sometimes. And it doesn't make a difference. And I was like, oh, okay. So what's for lunch? Like, I didn't know that that was wrong because it wasn't presented as wrong because it's not wrong. Yeah. There was um, Erica Andrews back when she was still with us, got was in a car with uh, Crystal Summers' stepdaughter because Crystal was picking her stepdaughter up from school at the time when she was dating this guy who had a daughter. And out of the mouths of babes, this little girl gets in the car and says to Erica Andrews, are you a man? And Crystal was gagged because kids have a way of just being honest without, and she didn't know. She, she just knew in her head that there was something that she wasn't used to. And sometimes girl doesn't have a lash on who knows, but like Crystal just, she continued to tell the story (laughs) whenever Erica (laughs) was in the room. (laughs) Clocked. (laughs) Honey, grandfather clocked baby. Um, yeah. I love Crystal. It's not like she took her wig off like Shikari Richardson. Did you see this? No, tell me. Okay, Shikari Richard- Richardson is possibly the fastest woman on earth. She mm-hmm. is. Um, she was unfairly disqualified from the yep. Olympics. That it's this individual. Now she had her hair plaited and braided beautifully down to her butt, and then over that she had on a wig with a headband. And then right before she was due to do the 100-meter championship race, she pulls it all off. And her hair underneath is flawless. This was not a wig that was glued on. So I think... I smell a stunt. I like it, though. Me too. I'm like... I like a headband. I want a headband wig to return. Was it you who was saying something about the wigs that were like a fall when there's nothing falling yeah. There's nothing for the, it to fall from. No, they just wore it. <laughs> Girl, I remember there used to be a there used to be a spearmint rhino ad off the freeway. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was one in downtown, and it was like two girls looking off, and it was supposed to be like the headliners of the night, but it lasted for like years. And the one <laughs> had a white headband, and like she had this really like kind of sad look. She wasn't unattractive; she just had a sad look in the picture. Mm-hmm. And I think it was supposed to be like, mm, "You want to mm-hmm. get me? I'm fat. You guys want to fuck me?" Like I think that was supposed to be the look. I'm gonna find that picture and make it my profile picture. <laughs> You didn't even know it was me and Rhea. <laughs> it, well, I kind of gave you that. Yes. Fully. I like it. 
I know. I like it too. I like Shakari Richardson. She won the race, by the way. She's, She's rad. So fast. This bitch. I, I can't wait for her to see running circles around everybody in the next Olympics and yeah. some wig reveals. We're going to take a break. Take a break? Take a break. We are back, and it is an honor to honor the honorable Very Delta. It's a show, and it's been a year, and this is a little segment that feels Very Delta. Oh, okay. I'm into it. We're trying to get everybody... We're into summer at this point, and some Mm -hmm. people still aren't summering right, and we want to know some do's and don'ts at a summer barbecue or the cookout Mm -hmm. or whatever fest you're festing at, and there's etiquette, attire food choices that sometimes just don't fly at these events. And, you know, we want to we want to figure out what are your essentials. If someone mm-hmm. says, we want to invite Delta to come and enjoy with us the mirth of the season. Yeah. What is the one thing that someone should have if they're hosting? More than one shape of seat. So what I mean by that is a bar stool is an option because that's very conversational. Um, I feel like having uh, like a little seating area where it's like just like two chairs together. It could be that one-on-one where you're like, I haven't run into that person for a while. I really need to talk to them. And it's off Mm -hmm. to the side. A bench is nice. I'm not saying you have to go out and purchase all these things. I'm saying use what you have. Um, But also we have friends that run the gamut of beautiful. Some of them are thin and tiny and they'll just prop up on the ledge of like a counter and cross their legs and chit chat because it's comfortable and it's great and it's fun and that and they can do that effortlessly and I love seeing it and then we've got some heavy hitters that come in there and you're like baby make sure that chair has no arms because that bitch needs to sit down and hold space I need a lot of seating options for different sizes now I would like to say that coolers do not count as seats but they can no, be one no they don't But if you have to move every 30 seconds so someone can get a cold pop, that's not a comfortable seat. Faces are seats. (laughs) Faces are seats. (laughs) They're seats, but are they seating? Oh, that's true. Are you seating? (laughs) Seating. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's your one requirement? Unless there's blank, I'm not coming. Uh, Unless there is unfettered access to a bathroom because sometimes not only do you need to just go pee but you might want to like step into a cool room and like oh my god I'm sweating like I need to like pat my face or you need to just be away from people mop the swamp out of your ass yeah whatever it is you want to change maybe like if everyone's going to go swimming that's an option so yeah unfettered access to a restroom space Hmm. I see. I prefer fettered access. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah, because if especially if we're gonna have this, uh, if the beef soup is gonna be happening in the pool, <laughs> Big Dipper's pool party, <laughs> it's gonna be a hairy situation. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna need a filter. Um, turn the filter on. <laughs> uh, turn the filter on and the lights off. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about summer social gatherings? Um, okay, so there's probably a cancellation involved in, like, the, one of the things I'm going to say. One of my least favorite things is when <clears throat> someone's in drag, like, 
And they're not known to be like a, an irreverent person. They're just somebody in drag. And they think like, I'm going to steal the moment and I'm going to jump in the pool in drag and I'm going to shock everyone because no one's ever seen this. And I'm like, babe, everybody here's already done that before. <laughs> like that not like now you're just making a mess of yourself. Trust me, when you jump into a pool in thigh high boots, it's not going to be as easy getting out. You may think it is. It's not. Nobody's shocked. Nobody's surprised. Um, take all your clothes off and jump in the pool with your wig and your makeup on. That'll shock everybody. Everyone will love that. Yeah. Um, uh, less kind of least favorite, just because I'm like, oh, okay, knock it off. Yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> um, but You're gonna get beef stew in your boots. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite thing right now is um my some of my friends have decided that everything becomes a dip. Everything is a dip. So anything that you make that you would normally eat, you just deconstruct and you're like, that's a dip now. So it's like, we're making a cheeseburger dip. So it's like ground beef and like, it's all deconstructed. I love when people bring stuff and I'm, as long as I know them, if I don't fucking know them, I don't think I want anything from their kitchen. But if I can tell somebody seems pretty clean and then over the years that I've known them, I'm like, I'll, I'll eat it. I mean, this is coming from somebody who eats tamales out of a trunk in a parking lot. So, you know, my stomach is definitely steel lined. Um, so I'm not afraid of a, you know, hot dog from a roller uh, at AMPM. But What did you call me? Oh, you sorry. know what I called you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, you never know what people keep in their fucking kitchens. Honestly, th this is why you don't eat from everybody's kitchen if you don't know that. Because there could be a girl perched on that counter talking with her little legs crossed and she doesn't have panties on. Ooh, that's a clam dip. <laughs> mm. <laughs> For pescatarians. Or what if it's a Rocky Mountain oyster dip? That oh yeah, that's yeah. true. That could that's from Depend the beef that goes in the beef <laughs> stew dip. Depends what girl's sitting up there. If it's, if it's Carmen, it's a clam dip. If it's Raja, yeah. it's um that that meat has a little bit of flavor. I just saw a picture of Carmen on her Instagram in this bathing suit. Oh, Baby. me too. I was here for every second of it. I was said two I said, two lips wow. diverge in the woods. Yeah, just that little tiny piece. And the the best part is that like not only was it like. A little piece of crochet or whatever. It was like kind of baggy a little bit, which was even more hot. Because it was like, even in this tiny space, like, I can't even fill it all out. I've seen larger Fritos. Oh, for sure. That scoop. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate you. <laughs> bitch, uh, Carmen looks so right, bitch. Right as rain. And I got a little sneak peek at these new Very Delta images for the one year oh, anniversary. Now, that now is right. That's a Badella, Thank baby. you, but we got to be careful. You know, he's gonna, uh, he's definitely gonna sweeten those up, which I love. Now, I love. What would you like, uh, NutraSweet or uh, maybe a, Full, a simple syrup? Those kind or a of complex pictures right syrup. there. Those pictures. Anytime I get in front of a camera, it needs full. C and H sugar. It does not need to skimp around. I like things sweetened. You know, that's a great thing about. Uh, I want like, brown packed sugar, baby. Yes, with molasses on top of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's the thing about uh, great great photographers um, like Sean. Uh, it's a Vidala. Um, like Sean is that they're able to create what you know people know that you look like. It's just that it's not always captured in that moment because one little thing moved this way or that way. And they're able to say like, look, we can make it look the way we know that you look, you know. Mm -hmm. within reason, of course, because you're like, oh, my shirt's bunched up here or my belt rolled in a weird way or something. But it doesn't look like that to people in person. 
It's like that Matthew statement, I'll always stand by. He's like, photoshopping something is just the next step in cosmetic application. You know, if you did all of that, like, why Why would you stop? Why would you go, oh, my lipstick smear, just leave it? Yeah. Matthew pulled oh. my wig back a little bit. And then I kind of like inched it forward a little bit. And without even looking at me, he said, you can either leave it where I put it or I'll fix it in post. And I was like, well. Oh. And that was my book cover. So <laughs> he I fixed love it. That. Yeah. <laughs> and, it did, and when people look at it, they're like, that looks like you. I'm just helping you realize in this, the wind was that way that you get it. I'm fucking preaching to the choir. Do you want to see me take okay. a break? Bitch, I want to see me take a break. We're going to right now. Yeah. I'm going to sip this LaCroix. Is that what La you're having? Boy. Yeah, I always do when Dipper's uh, having a beef stew party. I I need sugar. I need a, a Nutra Sweet in those. Yeah, it or tastes something. disgusting. It really does. Like it. But needs you're not sweetener. taking in any calories, so that's good. Was that acai bowl? No, it's one that's like um, it's like a pina colada based smoothie, not acai. I'm not a big fan of acai unless Jessica Wilde is squirting it out of her butt. Um, right. So, but it's delicious. It's got some bee pollen. Okay. <laughs> I have. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Not important at all. Well, I was just gonna say I, I haven't I haven't watched the uh, the new episode, but I know that Jessica went home, and I had this theory in my mind that they were gonna have Jessica win because I feel like when you have someone win, you're kind of in a way done with them. Like you don't they'll come do a couple of little things, but for the most part, you're like go tour the world. We don't have to deal with you anymore. We crowned you. We gave our optics. It's done. And I thought they can still get so much out of Jimbo. That I'm like, oh, they'll just keep parading her around. But I don't really know how all those dynamics work. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know if that makes that theory even was sound at all. I I think that does that does hold some water. But also, like some girls have come back three times. Yeah. And the other girls are about to come back for a third time. So there's no rhyme or reason other than when we think we can know what's going to happen, they're gonna make up some new rules to fuck with everybody. Yeah, that's but true. But I am very glad to report that the girls for season nine have been given a lovely budget for oh, wardrobe good. and hair. Not enough, but way better than before. Because, you know, really? what's winning that show, all its Emmys for all the everything, is what it looks like. Right. It looks great. And that's because of the girls. Did you guys talk about RuPaul's, like, long wig to her ass that was, like, only, like, this high off of her head? Yes, we did. I thought that the mm -hmm. ratio of face... The hair height above the face was not correct. Just needed but a little more. The proportion was weird. I, I do love that my friends are given are getting opportunities. I don't know who did the hair, but it's probably someone I know by one degree away. So right. try not to trash it, but she did. No, she, at all. She needed a ponytail of just the crown section just to give it a little more height or another right. wig on top of it. Like stack it, bitch. Something. 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 It was too low for how tall she is. She's Mother Willow. Come on. Right. Tall. Isn't it weird that, like, the thing with her is that it takes very, very, very little for her to look fantastic and very little for her for it to go off the rails. Like, it doesn't take much. Because we're used to the fantastic so much that right. when we see something that we're like, I don't like it, that's what we do. Because we're, right. we're, we're given this, you know, beautiful creature every week. But Andrea James, who's Calpurnia Adams' business partner, said it best. She's a brilliant woman. And she said, beauty is in millimeters. Oh, and she's that's right. True. She is so right, baby. An eyebrow a couple millimeters too high. You're like, what'd she do? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I never thought about that. Well, we can't see any beauty where we're about to go. We're about to go spelunking deep inside the DMs. So people write in messages to us, and then we read them, and then we talk. So okay. this first message comes from Carson. Well, maybe Carson City. Hello, Willem and Delta. Longtime listener, second time caller. I'm writing in with a very important question. I was recently house-sitting a house that has an Alexa that controls the whole house. I decided to ask her about Drag Race and asked who won RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8. Now, we all know Jimbo's gonna win, but imagine my shock when Alexa actually responds and answers my question by telling me that Jimbo is the winner, despite the finale being next week. Does this mean that Alexa has some deep intel that we don't know, or is it just so obvious that even Little Miss Al, Al Alexa, can figure out that Jimbo's gonna win? Attaches a photo, not of my dick or ass, but of Alexa's answer to me. I love you guys. Yours truly, Carson. Hmm. Sure enough, Alexa in black and white on this Alexa machine said that Jimbo won. Wow. And this is dated a couple days ago. That's so, interesting. I mean, maybe are they taking over? Are the robots taking over? Well, the aliens are here. We already know that. They've been here. But, mm-hmm. um... Well, she's I, in the woods You right know, now. I, I feel like... There's so many, like, do, do you think maybe it just, like, it just grabs a name from, like, it has to generate things so quickly, it just grabs something from, like, the current cast and, like... Maybe it, like, somehow um, mines all the data on the internet somehow, and there's been so many people saying Jimbo wins, wins, winner, winner what, that mm-hmm. maybe it just compiled that as a best guess, but... I think so. I think they could be right. I mean, I know that we, we can't particularly... Uh, um, control like an algorithm, for instance. Like as much as people want to believe, like you can, you have control over that. You can hashtag as much as you want. It just doesn't always make a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just doesn't. It's whatever's trending. So whatever sound is trending at the moment, that's the video you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Whatever you've recently searched, when you type it in, that's anything attached to that is gonna come up. So I don't know. I feel like what you're saying makes the most sense. Yeah, and I feel like what you said. Algorithm would make a great drag king name. Oh, I believe so. I love making up drag king names. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> I like it more than drag queen names. It's honestly way more fun. That's the one. That's the one thing that drag kings are more fun at drag queens than. Yeah, for in my sure. Uh, would you like to hit this next message? It's from sure. Rob. <clears throat> This is from Rob. Hey, dolls. My roommate and I just watched the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race with lesbians doing drag queen makeovers. We watched it at 5 a.m. Pacific time because we know what happens. Uh, We had to know what happens to act like experts when we go to the bars tonight. (laughs) We got into a heated debate over this episode. I told him I was going to... Uh, the only gals that can make the decision on this issue. I believe that the episode was such a great opportunity for Drag Race to do something with drag drag kings. Drag doesn't have to be ultra-feminine. Can characters... Uh, can be characters or masculine or whatever. But this episode with Zoe Deschanel, who I'm sure is a nice lady, but come on, again, uh, like get Murray Hill on the episode and push things. My roommate feels that Drag Kings would somehow hurt the show and it'd be totally a different show. We watched Dragula together and he loves Drag Kings on there, so I don't see the difference and it's making me a pissy fag. Riddle me this. Why does Drag Race avoid Drag Kings? Why can't Drag Kings compete? The challenges do not require giant boobs and feminine characters. Masculine characters can do every single challenge. Did a Drag King hurt RuPaul sometime in the 80s? Am I wrong that his makeover episode or others could have Drag Kings? Um... 
how do we make the show change this, frankly, outdated and wrong policy of denying drag kings the chance to compete? Will it uh, take shaming World of Wonder uh, like it took to get trans contestants to be able to compete? It's so it's early, so no dick pics. But if you answer me this important topic, I'll send some. So maybe Big Dipper can show me some back. Uh-huh. Much love, Rob. Rob oh, the people have been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Rob obviously wants uh, a ladle of the beef stew. Oh, for sure. Um, I think that it's RuPaul, honestly, because nothing happens on that show unless RuPaul says yes to it. And yeah. RuPaul has gone on record in interviews saying, you know, in regards to the trans contestants not being allowed before they were allowed, she said, well, you can take uh, and performance-enhancing drugs. You just can't go to the Olympics. And she has always equated Drag Race as the Olympics of drag. So that's why she didn't want trans people on. And she said, oh, that would be a different show, you know, when in fact we know it's not. And that was just mm-hmm. her excuse for being set in the past. And I'm not coming for RuPaul specifically. I'm coming for all old people who are gatekeeping whatever industry they came up in. Right. That's all I'm doing because I think the drag kings should be given the opportunity. I've gone off in the past on drag kings not being entertaining. And I was wrong. I just hadn't seen good ones. But now that I have, I think that they have a place there and they can compete in the same things that we do. Sure. You know, I think that, uh, you know, dra- drag is a um, uh, based in what people call gender play. And it always has been. It always has been. Um, if it's done well, I think um, a-, a commentary uh, that involves... Um, uh, references, movies, sounds, makeup, colors, all of those things. Like you can go back to uh, as as recent as Devil Wears Prada when you hear that conversation about what the blue sweater mm-hmm. and like how things trickle down. There is a theory to that. And so when people say, "Well, drag kings, you know, it'll it'll change what we've always known." Well, w- how have we known drag race? We've mostly known drag race as a a pageant of what we're told is the best in drag. And I, you know, again, maybe people go, oh, you sound bitter when you say that. I believe it's the best of the 12 people that are there, not the best of drag across the world, because it is not. You're right. It is 100% not. It's the best of who was there. That's why the show should be graded. Um, I think they try to grade it on a curve, which isn't fair to say, oh, you look awful in a pantsuit, but this other person looks great in a pantsuit, and they have the same figure. I'm, you mean you don't like the print of the pantsuit, is what you're saying. So, you know, these stories go in circle and circle and circle. There's never been sort of a linear judging of the show. It's never been like, you either did it or you didn't. If you didn't, get the fuck out. It's never been that. And, it, and, and people want to believe that it is. With drag kings coming in, there's no reason why they couldn't be just as well judged on that same curve. A category like, uh, we want to see your best red carpet. Well, there's people who present as female that go on red carpets and pantsuits all the time. Mm-hmm. What if a drag king was like, I want to wear a kilt and a pantsuit and a shoulder and an arm thing. I want to wear it all because this is where it's going. This now, is where it's going. That sounds like Morgan's pink collusion. There you go. A studded shoulder piece, you know, just one side. Pants, prints, all of it in one. So, you know, there's so much room and there's always been room for drag kings. And I, I think it is the show's responsibility as some being on the forefront to help shape the way people see things and see, think, think about these things. It is our responsibility, especially as queer leaders. That's why when everything was happening um, during the pandemic and Black Lives Matters and you see people just drop their Instagram accounts or their, 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 their Twitter 
you know, I, I'm no, I'm never in a space to tell someone, uh, a black person or anyone else, what it, what it is and what you should say and how you should say it. I, I know who I am. I know as a 48 year old Chicano person from where I'm from, I know my viewpoint. You know what I mean? And that's all I can speak to. But as a queer person with a platform, I have a responsibility to at least say something to other queer people. Yeah, I think Viola Davis said um, something that has stuck with me for a while. She's like, if you can't see your dream, it's hard to achieve it. 100%. So like, put a drag king on there. Just do it. It it won't take away from anything. And and the old me would have been like, oh, when when I'm woman dresses as a man, it's fine. You know, they look like a tomboy. But when a man dresses as a woman, it's more incendiary and taboo. And like, that's mm-hmm. what I was always thinking like drag needed to be and pushing the envelope. But sometimes drag can just be like a good drag. Like it could be a play on gender. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be gender. It could be like gender fuck, alien, cross change with a little clip on bang and a barrette, you know? It could I mean, be so many plenty- things. Yeah, there's been plenty of drag that comes on Drag Race that I'm like, I don't like that kind of drag at all. I don't identify it. I don't see myself in it. But does it mean that that uh, there are not other people who find that uh, conversational and entertaining and part of this quilt? Mm-hmm. That's not fair. So if that if that's the case, there are drag kings out there busting ass, like doing all of it, giving looks, entertaining people, speaking, and like they don't get to be up here either? Like, you mean to tell me they really cannot do a winter look? (laughs) That's impossible. You know what, where I think it could happen first? On the UK show, because discrimination based on gender or sexuality on a government-run television program like the BBC is illegal because it's government-funded. So I think the UK girls and boys need to take the lead on this. If you're listening, y'all know who you are, Richard Energy. There's a lot of drag kings over there. They need to figure that out. How come when people say BBC, like they, like there's two camps for me. It's like mm-hmm. British Broadcasting or Big Black Cox. The same way, like I, people identify me as like a BBW, a big, beautiful woman, but I also love Bath and Body Works. And I kind of see that as slightly <laughs> BBW as well. Well, as long as, the bath, as long as the bathtub is big enough. For... Big, beautiful women, Bath and Body. Yeah, see, I see it. Mm-hmm. I love I'm it. I'm being denied. I'm being denied as well. I'll always find a way to figure out how I'm being victimized in it too, I think. <laughs> what would your drag king name be? My drag king name would be... Uh, I've always thought of a play on like, will um, she go away? <laughs> I like that because that's like a full sentence. Yeah. Um, in what Spanish... Well, in Spanish, when you say someone's like kind of dumb, like a slang term would be like bendejo. And I like bendejo. Oh, that's great. Because I'm, like, I'm from the valley, like bendejo. I love that. Put that in the file. Put it in the file. I'm that's a good you. one. That is a good one. We're going to read our next letter. This is from Morgan. Uh, hello, dolls. I'm writing today to share a story and ask what you would have done in a sitch. Picture it. It's my freshman year of college, and a hookup came to my dorm. He decides to go down on me, and let me tell you, worst head ever. He was literally slobbering on my cooch. I laid there and waited for this experience to end. This was way before I knew women could actively want to enjoy sex, too. Anyway, this man looks up at me, spitting saliva all over his face, and has the gall, the audacity to look me in the eyes and ask, Did you just come on my chinny-chin-chin? Oh, my God. (laughs) I was in a state of shock. I sat up 
wrapped a towel around myself, and silently left the room hoping he'd get the obvious hints. I gave him a few minutes, and then I came back into the room only to find him naked at my desk, jerking off. <laughs> I was complete lost for words. I hope this situation never happens to anyone ever again. Truly, Brad, you're psychotic. Miss Deltarina and Wilhelmiana, what would you have done? Love, Morgan. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, the only seating that you should have in a bedroom is your face and your bed. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you had a desk in the bedroom, bad idea. I know it was a dorm, so that's fine. It should have been a fold-up or a pull-down, maybe. Um, But I would have gotten up as I wrapped the towel around me and said, this was nice. When you go to a second location, even if it's shutting the bathroom door without securing the first location and the contents, meaning the people and the things in there, that's your fault. I could not fucking agree more. That was my point. Uh, what was the part of this that, like, uh, tripped me out? Um, the, did you just come on my chinny-chin-chin? Chin? Well, that, I mean, that, what is, like, why a nursery rhyme? Disgusting. What, there's, a, that's a, there's a red flag in there somewhere. Baby talk, but, anything infantile in the bedroom, I don't want it. But then I was in a state of shock and then um, gave him a few minutes. There's no minutes. There's no minutes. It's like, you know what? Get out. Because you've got, you can't waste time with these people. Honestly, uh-huh. you really can't. You only have so much time on this planet until you get reincarnated to the next level, <laughs> or however that works. In this time, baby, if they're not eating right, do you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Yeah. If, no. If, there's no reason not to. There's YouTube videos out there on how to do it. We, we, I, I'm sure you do. We haven't been to church at the same time before, but we do uh, pray to the altar of, of some of the same people. And Lil' Kim, the prophetess, once said, you ain't licking this, you ain't sticking this. And, and she I got, got witnesses. witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we are the witnesses here to tell you that you should have been ate properly. And if they weren't going to do that and they were going to give you nursery rhymes, get the fuck out of here. I uh-huh. swear to God. You need to sl- taste my love like Harvest Brown. Yes. Yes. Try to impress yes. me with these 5G stones. I give you 10 Gs, boo-boo, if you leave it alone. That's the only song, by the way. It is. <laughs> it's the it's only song. That, that song, I do in a Valley Girl accent, and I make so much money. I love it. Yeah, it's it's my moneymaker. Thank you, little Kim. And I want to do a Valley Girl accent song with you. Oh, we should. I love that. Uh, me too. And I don't, I don't even, people have pointed it out to me and it took people pointing it out to me. I didn't realize that I like dragged my words along in that way. And I do. And people are like, you do. And you like moan sometimes after you say words. Like, and I don't realize, and that's not a Valley Girl thing, the moaning. That's just, you just enjoy and you put emphasis on the correct syllables. It's weird. I, I don't think it's weird. And I find it comforting that others are like me when I see. And I love a side pony. I would love a side pony. I feel like we could. I think yeah. I think we can. I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. It's called the garbage can, not a garbage cannot. Right. That's my motto. <laughs> I would like to thank my lovely co-hostess, the incredible Delta Work. Thank you. For hosting and listening to Hot Goss with me. And thank you, everybody, for writing in. We appreciate your letters. And please, we would appreciate if you would review and rate our show on your favorite podcast app. And a big shout out to our Mom Plus subscribers who are listening to this episode behind the good pussy paywall ad free. Mm. And those two special listeners this week are Marin H and Joel K. Mm. Marin really ate. Yeah. <laughs> Marin ate. <laughs> Marin ate. I like that. <laughs> you oh, that's could, a good one. Yeah. Put it in the file. You can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at Delta Work, and at Race Chaser Pod and Mom Podcast. And please, everyone, 
stay safe out there and remember seating options for your summer beef stew party. There's a lot of big asses. <laughs> we will be back next week with another steaming, piping, scalding serving of hot sauce. Yes. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfog, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfog 5000. <laughs>